What do you do if you've got an HMRC bailiff at your door? Hello, Chris Worden, if you are a UK director that wants to understand a little bit about insolvency, how it happens, what you can do if it happens, and more importantly, what pitfalls you may fall down if you're going to enter insolvency, please subscribe and like the video. Give us a comment. Tell us what you want us to do a video about. So back to the point. The video today is about HMRC bailiffs and what you can and what you can't do about them. The reason I'm doing this video is because at the moment we are awash and we are in December 2023 at the moment. We're getting so many inquiries now from directors that have been, you know, quite rightly, the HMRC, that they, they, they want the money back. You know, when these directors have, for whatever reason, have put it off, they've not really spoke to the HMRC and, and ultimately they're getting a bailiff on the door or an enforcement agent at the door and they're looking to levy goods. Um, it, it, it's really commonplace right now. So if it's you're going through it right now. You're not the only one. Here's some information. Um, HMRC are, are without doubt the primary creditor for UK businesses. So every time that a business goes into an insolvency scenario, it's highly likely that HMRC will be owed some money. Sometimes it's a lot of money. Sometimes it's not a lot of money. But in either case, it's a hell of a lot of money. And we're starting to see that the gloves are off and they want some of that money back. Um, people who sort of continually dodge the HMRC, they're the people that are getting really, really focused on right now. And and they don't just turn up. A bailiff just doesn't tip up on your door and go, Chris, let me in. I'm taking your laptop and I'm taking your coffee machine. What they do is they'll send you a letter. They'll send you a text. They'll ring you. Eventually, you'll get a really nice enforcement agent coming at your door asking you how you're going to deal with these arrears. Now, the key thing is what you've got to do is bloody talk to them, ring them, speak to them, keep them in in the loop of what's going on. Even if the call is Mr. or Mrs. HMRC, I have not got a pot to you know what in or a window to throw it out of. At least a note can be put on the system is that you've communicated with them. Now, the key really before a bailiff comes is to try and arrange your payment plan. You know, I talk about time to pay arrangements all the time. Time to pay arrangement is it's open to every director this uh, and sole trader is where you can speak to the revenue and you can agree to negotiate a a, a time scale to pay your arrears of VAT, corporation tax, PAYE, over a period of at least 12 months, but you should be able to push them for two years, okay? It'll be tough, but it's possible. And as long as you're paying your current HMRC stuff on time and in full, your time to pay arrangement will just run and run and run until you've, you've, you've paid them all. Now, the, the thing is, if you don't deal with the HMRC, eventually they, they, they're going to come come as bailiffs and enforcement agents. And that's where things get a little bit airy. Because for the HMRC, it's the last resort. Well, it's not the last resort. It's one of the last resorts before they wind your business up. Um, and what they'll have is that sometimes HMRC employ third parties. Sometimes the people that come to you, they actually work for HMRC. I have found in most cases they're decent people to speak to, but the key is you've got to speak to them. Um, but both 
whether it's an enforcement agent or they work for the HMRC, they've got similar powers. Now, l- l- you've just got to know your rights with this type of thing. So a bailiff cannot enter your home, okay, unless it's your business address. So remember, a lot of smaller companies, their um, registered address will be at home. Now, forced entry is permissible purely in commercial properties with legal backing, okay? So they have the legal backing behind them to actually force the way into your business premises. Uh, And and there are sort of special rules applied for uh, premises that are a combination of residential and commercial. Now, what can they legally take? You know, what can an HMRC uh, enforcement agent or a bailiff take? Well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get stuff from your business premises that they can go and sell at auction to try and recover some of the money they're owed. And and listen, about 99.9% of cases, um, the goods they're going to take from you, they're undervalued and they'll go for peanuts. They, they really will. This is not a good result for HMRC or the director. Now, um. Certain things like, you know, safety equipment or higher purchase, uh, 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 higher purchase assets, they're off limits. You know, if you don't own something, the, the, the enforcement agent can't take it. But it's important if you don't own it, you've got to have the paperwork to show them that you don't own it. Otherwise, they might act first and, you know, ask questions later. Now, there's different rules for sort of companies and sole traders. So I did a note on this before. Obviously, limited companies, they have protections. You can only seize a company asset. So if somebody come in here, they could seize this table. They could seize this laptop. What they couldn't seize is the pairs of trainers I've got behind on that stand that I hide from my missus uh, because I can't fit any more trainers in my house because they're my personal assets. I can't. They can't take me personal trainers if they come in here. Now, what they'll most likely do, a sole trader, if I was a sole trader, right, and I didn't have a limited company, and they come in here, they could take anything they wanted, you know, with, with, within reason. Um, and they, they could take me trainers, they could take me laptop, they could take me car to try and sell to, to pay off some of the HMR series. Now... What they'll do a lot of the time is they'll do like a controlled goods agreement. They'll, they'll come to levy goods. So they'll come on the doorstep and they'll basically, it's a temporary measure. So they'd come in here and they go, Chris, you can keep your laptop. You can keep your stand. You can keep the bookcase. Although I think I own that bookcase. It's a bit knackered, but then books on there are mine. Um, but, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, levy goods on your tables, your desks, everything that's owned by the business, and you've got seven days. So I'm not going to take them from your premises for seven days, right, for you to settle your tax debts. Now, if I can't settle my tax debts within those seven days, what they're going to then do is come back, take all this stuff, and go and auction it. And it's not worth a shekel. It's not worth buttons. But the absolute nuisance i've got no laptop then i've got no desk um i've not even got a microphone to do my videos right so it's a big problem now what's happened recently that that you need to be aware of let's say that the the um enforcement agent bailiff's been at your door today right and they've gone around with a notepad and they've sort of done a levy of the goods in your business premises today well you then ring me 
a new goal. Chris, I need to liquidate. I'm like, okay, right, we have a chat, send your liquidation papers. That HMRC enforcement agent is still coming back next week to levy those goods because the minute they levy those goods, they're leaving them there, but they've taken control of them. So you need to speak to an insolvency person a long time sooner than when they're coming to visit you to levy goods. The minute you get an enforcement agent at the door, listen, be polite, try and organise a deal, but then you, you need to be speaking to somebody like me to sort of discuss your options. I hope you found the video useful. Thanks.